0: What is it now, Karen episode 10? Hello. It's another Saturday night.
1: Yes.
0: And that's a big one because it's um it's our season finale. <laughs> um it's the last it's the last episode in series one. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm sure people are devastated.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um
1: Mass Morning.
0: I think um I think it's a self-imposed number. I think it's just because 10 sounds quite good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, 10 episodes a season sounds like re- a reasonable number.
1: And um, I'm sure people will be surprised to hear, but we um we don't do this full time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> may come as a shock to you. <laughs> yeah, I know just,
1: people won't believe that, but...
0: <laughs> we're actually just amateur part-timers.
1: I know. Uh, people will find that really hard to believe, but it's true.
0: Um so 10 episodes have f- absolutely flown by do you remember when we started like the first one we were talking i can't remember what we were talking about i think we were talking about like immigrants and how callous people were about like mm-hmm. people who drowned in, in the in the med or in the english channel that seems like absolute ages ago
1: it was i don't even think we had them um... Tears at that point of lockdown, that was how long ago? Back in the day.
0: Oh my god. It was
1: because I actually came to visit you in person. It, yeah, that, you did. That was allowed.
0: Yeah. Before Yeah, before we started recording, you came around and we were like fleshing out all like our ideas and our, our structure and stuff. And that was that must have been the start of September. Yeah. And um since then we've been all been put through the ringer again yeah um, but then i was i was re-listening to it because i'm a total narcissist i was re-listening to some of the episodes and one of them i was like and one of them was like oh my god we're at the end of september already or something or we're halfway but we're at the start of october already yeah. i was like oh my god because it's now like the end of november oh well well listen let's have a wee cheers to um 10 episodes 10 episodes 10 in a row the only one we'll see this season uh-huh. probably <laughs> Let's not start that. Okay, so how, how have you been? Last couple of weeks?
1: Do you know, I my, got my flu vaccine today. So oh, did you? I? Did. I um, Maybe that's why I'm feeling a bit hot and flushed. Yeah.
0: Sometimes it can do that to you.
1: Nothing to do with the gin. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the gin.
0: Or the vid, hopefully.
1: No. So flu vaccine, so I'm feeling feeling good, feeling feeling immune, um, <laughs> and I just I've been going for a I've been for two walks today. <laughs> Who bloody
0: Nora. I thought you were only allowed one.
1: Oops, uh, I mean one.
0: <laughs> I tell you, to be honest, I don't fully understand the tears. I thought it was. I, an thought,
1: I think it's unlimited outdoor exercise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought it was only um, essential shops were allowed to be open now, but I was out a walk today down to Kilngrove Park. Come, come, came back down Great Western Road, and there was all these, you know, all these like stupid like gift shops, like trinket shops and stuff. They were all open selling like Christmas
1: tat. I think Christmas shops are allowed to stay open. What? I don't know. I don't. I'm... I don't know. And I, do you know what? I can kind of understand that it's a small business. If you just are on your knees, you're just going to open.
0: And risk the fine or whatever it is to do.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Are police actually imposing fine? I, I don't know anymore. But I was in comparison and it was like a small, um, it was a small business owner. It was a bookshop and he was saying, you know, how is it safe for someone to go, and buy a book from a supermarket but they can't come into my shop where it's really you know spacious I've made all these extra precautions you know what difference is it making I kind of get it
0: y- yeah but I think the logic is that you limit people's excursions isn't it so people yeah. instead of being like I want to go out and browse the bookshop they just go to the supermarket to get the food and limit their journeys it's the same so even people are like oh well does the virus not come out until after six o'clock
1: is that <laughs>
0: Actually, Karen, that's not the point. The point is that if you let people stay out past six o'clock, they get more and more legless and then more likely to avoid distancing. That's the point. Try to limit how much people are out doing.
1: Well, I think just generally, everyone, unsurprisingly, is just fed up and scunnered and, you know...
0: Well, we're all scunnered with We're all scunnered with Anyway.
1: What Love Island, it is what it is.
0: Is what it is. <laughs> to quote, quote um, Don from Gavin and Stacey, it's difficult, isn't it? <laughs> it?
1: actually is. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so difficult.
0: I'm hopeful that in 2021, we are able to record um, an episode of Wink um, in person and together. that would be really, really, really fun.
1: We might even have a studio, who knows? <laughs> That's a bit of a menacing laugh.
0: <laughs> that just really made me chuckle. Yeah. I think I think our studio would be like your new bathroom for its acoustics, but I think we'll put like egg boxes, we'll sell it to egg boxes all up the walls to make it like soundproof yeah. like a...
1: Not in my new bathroom. Not on your nailly will you be sticking anything on the walls?
0: <laughs> Listen, you had the bravery to stick those tiles on the walls. I think we can stick anything on those walls. <laughs> Have you got any Christmas decor up yet? It's almost December.
1: Yep, I put my
0: tree up last weekend. Last weekend, really?
1: Because. <laughs> Do you know what it was, though? My my living room looked so empty. See, without, like, a bathtub and, like, <laughs> a toilet and cistern sitting in it. I was like, oh, my God, this room is empty.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I got, the like, the tree out and stuff, the cupboard. I got the tree out and... I got the tree out of the cupboard just to kind of see it, and then I'll just put it up.
0: <laughs> I think... Um... The, the, my blanket rule for Christmas stuff is Advent. It's got to be Advent before we start.
1: Why? First of December. I mean, like because I, I think that's just self-imposed. Think,
0: huh?
1: But that's like that self-imposed rule that you've just given to yourself.
0: Well, it's self-imposed, but it's also like oh, I just I don't know. There's something because do you know why I resent it? Because the adverts start earlier every year. The Christmas ads and they start like. they've already been on TV for like two weeks. So that's like the middle of November. We literally just go from Halloween to Remembrance Sunday to Black Friday to Christmas. And it's just like we just lurch from one big commercial thing to the next. So me sticking to Advent as my Christmas show is like a small protest against a stupid capitalist culture where you're constantly trying to be sold something.
1: You are. You're really sticking it to the man. (laughs)
0: <laughs> in my own small way, I am okay. Right, so um, we've got like we've got what I would call a soft submission this week, haven't we? Um, it wasn't like a confession or a Karen story, but it was um one of our listeners called Logan sent in. Um, something oh yeah, I really really laughed at this <laughs> and we spoke about Jess Glynn back in like episode, I don't know one or two or something like that and how she was a bit of a Karen so I think the restaurant, and I always get this wrong but I'm pretty sure it was called Sexy Fish
1: yep.
0: and she got KB'd from Sexy Fish because she was wearing trainers, okay and they've got dress code, which is a bit snobby but whatever so um, Logan sent us this um, link to a 38 degrees or whatever it was. It was a petition. And the petition was um, send Jess Flynn to Guantanamo Bay.
1: (laughs) For war crimes.
0: War crimes. And you know it only needed 100 signatures?
1: 100?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: I think it's 100,000, is it not? For like Parliament to consider
0: it. Right. But I don't think it's ever going to get to Parliament. Even if it did, I think they'd be like, right, this is nonsense. Um,
1: but anyway, we, we, we did get back to Logan, and we said, you know, as much as we would love to um, go into this more, we um, don't want to get them for slander and or libel. So, Whichever yeah, so we'll leave it there. We, but out uh, to Logan.
0: But we we like to invite the risk of um, slander and libel on this mm-hmm. podcast.
1: No, you do. You do, but I don't.
0: Um, Jess Glenn, look, let it be known that Hold My Hand was my my, um, anthem. First, second year of uni, loved it, absolutely loved it. I thought it was very joyous, very upbeat. Reminds me of a very good time in my life. But given the sexy fish um, debacle, I don't think I'm, I'm really with Jess Glenn anymore, to be honest.
1: Really,
0: just after one thing. But Uh, then again, I also don't. I think Guantanamo Bay is not a proportional punishment for that. Yes. We've had a second submission just before we uh, started to record tonight. Um The dinner lady in my daughter's school. The scary one. Refute. Scary space um refused me a soup on my daughter's dinner card because she gets hers free of vat and i have to pay vat on my soup (laughs) (laughs) more of a job's worth than anything but i will be escalating
1: absolutely (laughs) so you should (laughs) (laughs) thanks
0: very much i hope the soup was worth it because quite often school dinner soup is absolute it is on
1: soup chase louise
0: so kids... Well,
1: you want The VAT like 25%, so say a, a soup. 20. Was it 20?
0: 20. Used to be
1: 17 and a half, but it's 20 now. No, sorry. Um, so the VAT on what, a, one, a £2 soup, what would that be? What, £2 for
0: soup in school? Are you mad? It should be a pound?
1: I don't know, I'm just, just guessing.
0: Now, I think I know the dinner lady that they're referring to, and she was quite scary. Um, and this I is a primary primary school.
1: Dinner ladies are scary, really.
0: Which is strange, isn't it? Because like, but I remember the dinner ladies. We've spoken about dinner ladies before. The ones at our high school, which were, you know, hitting a mess. The ones at my primary school were um, also quite scary. They used to snatch your money off you, like grab out of your hand.
1: We used to our primary school have to um, ask for permission um you know like if we hadn't finished our meal we would have to like ask for permission if it was okay to like put it in the bin what (laughs) so and they would come round and say like oh no you need to eat another um two forkfuls of beans or whatever and then you can go
0: i hate that. that food fascism See, before we start, cans of the week. I just wanted to share share with you the most bizarre piece of news I have seen in quite a long time. Okay. This was yesterday. It was um, share on the way to Pakistan to help save the world's loneliest elephant.
1: Wow! <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't really know what to say to that.
1: I was going. To, I have so many
0: questions that I have no questions. So first of all, how I thought we were in a lockdown, essential travel only. Second of all,
1: oh, don't don't be a, such a spoil sport.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, like look, I'm all, I'm I'm all for it. Lonely elephants, save them. But what is she going to do? Is she it's just sit with it for a bit or is she going to buy it i never clicked on the link i don't know what's happening but i just thought as headlines go that's pretty 2020
1: in it okay so (laughs) you need some tearing up clearly (laughs) you can't find joy in that headline then you need some tearing up okay so my current of the week this week um well, first of all, we'll start with the good news and that...
0: Please, please.
1: <laughs> so, um, Scotland recently passed a bill unanimously, which now means that period products are free to all who need them.
0: Yeehaw!
1: You know, leading the way, I think, first country to have, you know, this enshrined in law, which is just... Fantastic. I think we've spoke about it before in the podcast um about period poverty and things like that. And this is just absolutely, absolutely. fan dabby dozy. Or fanny dabby dozy.
0: Fanny panto season as well, so that phrase is in.
1: Under the um so the Scottish Parliament um tweeted this news and someone called Jan so largely positive um, replies you know this is amazing I'm so proud to live in Scotland other people from other countries saying you know I hope my country follows Scotland's example you know largely Mm -hmm. a really positive response but as ever we have some not so positive um, responses and this one caught my eye from someone called Jan now, taxpayers, on behalf of my two hard-working adult sons, in brackets who pay their taxes in full, I'd like free shaving kits for men. Free was in capitals. Most of them shave daily, and I nearly fainted when number two son asked me to get him razors. Quite a good few years ago now, nearly fainted. <laughs>
0: you know what's really funny because i saw that exact same tweet and i also wanted to select it for tonight's discussion because first of all she's presumably a lady who menstruates so why is she so pissed off second of all equating um razors to uh, pd products ridiculous third of all Sentence structure again,
1: unbelievable,
0: unbelievable, and we'll put that we'll put that one up on the up on the socials so you can see the sentence structure that we're talking about because she uses some like capitalisation and things, doesn't she? Uh,
1: there's just there's just so much that's um, like I don't even know where to start. So like you said, you know, having your period and shaving, you know, they're not compatible, and also women shave too largely <laughs> under the you know you largely it's because of pressures from men who don't like women having hair and having pubic hair so <laughs> off Jan <laughs> <laughs> and, and I wouldn't want she's to had
0: a gin and tonic she's getting bold i
1: had like three sips of a gin and tonic She feels like her sons are at a disadvantage because they're clearly not, wouldn't benefit from this, or wouldn't benefit directly from this um, bill.
0: Do you know what I'm going to say though? If her sons, first of all, male razors, right, in uh, Tesco, Lidl, whatever, disposable ones, cheap as anything, like you're talking like a pound for a bag of 20. The point is her sons are earning enough money to be paying tax. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Therefore, they've got enough money to go out and buy a razor. Which do you they
1: know what don't mean? actually have to do, because... Which having, they don't
0: even have to do, yeah.
1: Having, having facial hair isn't, you know, you're not going to be a social pariah, whereas if you're walking around dripping blood from your vulva, then you're, you know, it's a bit different.
0: But that, that was my thought as well. It was like, all these people, right, and there was a lot of men, classic, like, meninists, like, comment stuff like, well, what about free razors? Well, what about free condoms and all this kind of stuff? First of all, condoms are free. If you go to the pharmacy or you go to the clinic.
1: Yep. Second
0: of all, razors, not an essential. Third of all, your wife, partner, girlfriend, mother, daughter might see this tweet. Like, they, they'll just think that you don't... Do you know what I mean? Like, well, how would they feel if their significant others saw that tweet where they're like, well, why did women need free period products?
1: I love the um, the comments from men that are just like, um, can they not just use toilet roll or can they not just hold it in? It's just absolutely hilarious.
0: Well, one of the, the repeated comments was, well, well, make toilet roll free then. And we were like, well...
1: It's free in public uh,
0: toilets. Literally it's free in public toilets. And that's where all these sanitary products are going to be free as well. They're not literally going to be because my understanding of the bill is that obviously you will still be able to go and buy your preferred brand of yep. products in the shop for a price, um, but in certain places they'll be free to pick up, and that's completely, completely valid. Do you know what the the other theme was? That it was it was like not fair, like because it's women getting a product. It's like not fair. Even though, like
1: you say, condoms have been freely available for years it's what it's what I understand um feminism to be as well is that we're just raising the bar for women to be at the same level as men you know we're Mm. we're just bringing we're just bringing women up to be at the same level we're not you know setting the bar higher or anything we just want to be the same um (laughs) And by supplying period, pulver- period products, <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's drunk.
1: Look how much I've drank! Like half a glass.
0: Well, to be fair, that's a big glass, and it was
1: yeah,
0: a it was up to the brim when we started this podcast, listeners. It was filled to the brim, and she only used one tin of tonic water, so you know it's mostly gin.
1: I just winked, realizing that you know no one else can see me except you. <laughs>
0: And a lot of the people who are up against are kind of like undermining their own arguments within their own comments. Um, There was somebody who replied saying, interesting to see how this pans out. Will there be a limited number per household? I will be watching eBay for an influx of discounted products. (laughs) Well, I don't think anybody's going to claim free tampons and then sell them on eBay. Second of all, if you wanted to buy discounted tampons, you probably would just go and get them for free anyway do you know what i mean and then his next comment in my opinion if you're chucking money about could we go for non-commodity items such as dentistry i'm like well well actually um twitter if you're struggling financially you can get free dentistry
1: so better.
0: do it <laughs> oh shut up
1: yeah it's like you know, for example, I'm in a lucky position that I can afford my own period product, so I'm not going to have to use this service, thankfully, but maybe one day I will. But it's also just good to know and have the confidence that if you're out and about, when we are allowed to leave the house and do stuff, they, they'll be more readily available in public toilets because there's nothing worse than being caught short. Um, there's usually like a vending machine that half the time never works or only accepts 20. coins or something? Yeah, uh-huh. And it's just ridiculous. You either need to, you know, use a temporary measure or, you know, if you're friends with you or, you know, sometimes people, and if there's someone else in the toilet, you know, we'll maybe ask each other um, if you have anything. But it would just be nice to have that extra level of reassurance.
0: Another, I, we keep going through these comments here because they're just... I, I could have read out every honestly the, the the people who took time out their day to comment something stupid under any number of news stories about this. Someone said, "Can I get a free elastoplast if I cut my finger?" What nonsense will the S P think of next to try and win votes? They've lost the plot. So there's a few points to break down there. First of all, if you cut your finger badly enough, you will get a free elastoplast because you'll go to the you know the A&E and get your finger reattached and stitched up and dressed for free. And that's not necessarily free. It's free at the point of access. You pay for the NHS through your taxes as much the same as you will with these free period products. Don't see more in about that. Second of all, what nonsense would the SP think of? This was a Scottish Labour. <coughs>
1: yeah. Bill? Monica
0: Lennon. brought it in. Is the the only decent Lennon cutting about at the moment. Anyway, yet another comment. Sorry, I just keep coming across them. Um why should one gender have to pay? for products used exclusively by another someone's replied saying why not the nhs subsidizes viagra which is true you can get viagra on prescription from your gp um and then someone that the original posters replied subsidizing a medical treatment versus paying for products to give every woman for a naturally occurring body function isn't the same thing what's next makeup what but they've completely argued against themselves there subsidising a medical treatment well Viagra's not a medical treatment it's just if you well you don't you, do you know what I mean it's not a God given right to have an erection <laughs> oh, okay
1: that kind of gives
0: me the a wee but bodily function well listen we're going to be f- listen we've, we're frank and open an erection is also a naturally occurring bodily <laughs> function so he's this person whoever they are
1: no, but also clearly if they're needing Viagra then it's not a natural function exactly <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so um, my kind of week, we're harking back a wee while actually, we're harking back to the, why am I saying hark? (laughs) Charles Dickens. (laughs) Okay, so I think, uh, yeah, first part of the UK to make it law that um, you can't use physical punishment on under 16s. Um, So beforehand, it was in the law, it was called reasonable chastisement. You're allowed to use physical force to discipline your child. If it was for a reasonable chastisement. Um but that so that in court used to be called justifiable assault. Oh. That gives me the heebie jeebies. Yep. Christ. We're not um we're not we're not hot on the trend in Scotland to do that. I think we're the fifty-eighth country to do it. The first was Sweden. And they were that was back in nineteen seventy nine. So that's been that wow. was so they, obviously Scandinavia looking away.
1: Well, it's you know it's quite a recognised um, you know it's re- established in like animal training and you know dog puppy classes and things that you don't use force and you know a lot of these like electric collars or bands and things oh, like that. God, mm-hmm. And and really, if you know the, the argument of like smacking your kids is like the same thing. It's like the shock value of you mm-hmm. know associating pain with certain behaviours. It's like it's proven that it it doesn't work. People who were smacked, is it? as a child I don't think it comes from a bad place for a lot of people it's just you know what your what their parents did and you know teach them a lesson you don't want to end up with spoiled brat kids who you know aren't chastised or punished for being you know naughty and rude and cheeky and you know you want to teach your kids lessons and good manners and I think for years I think Smacking was the accepted way and it wasn't challenged so I don't think parents who did smack their kids are necessarily bad but I think the what we know now there constant are constant
0: development it's constant yeah. constant learning constant development
1: but we, and we are not parents as well so I think we need to be careful that we don't come across as a bit smarmy because I think it's you know when you're say you've got you know you've got kids and or one kid and you're working and you're doing this and you're doing that and you're Spinning loads of plates and you can get to the end of your tether and you can lose your temper. And if you get a smack on the bum, does that make you a, a criminal? Does it make you a, a child abuse? I don't, I don't know.
0: So um, my, uh, my Karen this week has uh, commented underneath the news article. Smacking is not child abuse. New paragraph. Anyone with children knows they are rule testers and rule breakers. They're lovely but they're also manipulative and devious. New paragraph. The more laws from the state you put between a parent and child, the more toxic you make that relationship. Mm. So, um don't children... dis-
1: I don't like disagree with everything that she's saying. In terms okay. of, um, like, like I just said before, I don't think all parents who smack their kids are, um, you know, monsters and. Um, mm. Awful human beings, but um, I think um, the
0: biggest joke here, though, is that that (laughs) person—that person is called Colin Bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Oh, that's so funny!
1: Yeah, it's it's a hard one for me to to comment on. Like said, I don't have kids. I don't personally think it's right to hit children. You know, that's just my kind of personal um, belief. I'd, if I had kids, I wouldn't smack them. But I don't always think that people who smack their kids in the bum are, you know, reasonably—which what is reasonable? I don't know—are um, necessarily bad people. But
0: well, this is a thing, isn't it? It's like, where does so so some people justify smacking your kids? But like, when do you cross the line into kind of abuse? I'm sure people have stood up in court before, as you said before, like, and, you know, justified their battering of their child as, you know, discipline and justifiable assault and reasonable chastisement and all this kind of stuff. So as but I think it's, I think we both agree it's a good step forward.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, it makes it easier then to differentiate, you know, because then those <laughs> bastards, no other way to put it, who do batter their kids, it, there's no, there's going to be no, um, Justifying or saying oh it was reasonable force. If it's illegal, it's illegal.
0: So a a couple of things pick up on with um, this with Mister Bottom. It's called uh, right. So I have no idea if this person has children at all, but he's called them. He's called children rule testers, rule breakers, lovely, manipulative and devious. Like a child can't be manipulative. I don't think they actually have the f- cognitive faculties to be manipulative or and devious, of course are devious. They're kids. They're kids, they're meant to be devious, they're meant to be mischievous, they're meant to they're meant to, you know, test the water and test the rules. That's part of growing up. Like it doesn't mean it should be met with a smack. Also, the more laws from the state you put between a parent and child, the more toxic you make that relationship. Does he mean between the parent and child or between the parent and the state? Because laws from the state should not make any relationship with your child toxic. I feel like if you've got a toxic relationship with your child, that's your own problem.
1: Well, the, the law is in place to to protect children who are, you know, um, vulnerable there. it's um...
0: Exactly. And if you've got an issue with that law, then you're the problem.
1: I, I don't want to come across like, you know, this pious asshole. Ten
0: episodes too late, babe. (laughs) So, I think as part of our episode ten season finale, I think we should look back at you know our highlights and the lowlights. Okay. Things that we've learned, things to reflect on, things you're happy about that we did.
1: Do you wanna
0: kick us off? Yeah, um I'm really happy that we did this.
1: Me too.
0: Really happy. I think um <laughs> I think so when you first pitched pitched the idea as if I'm <laughs> some like mogul. <laughs> um when Bethany first invited me to take part, um I th- actually first thought she was going to invite me to be a guest and that she already had like something up her sleeve, but then she invited me to like co-host it and I was quite pleased. We
1: have, we have spoken about like podcasting before and... Um, had we? Yeah, it wasn't, I don't think it was a, it was like the first time we've ever spoken about podcasting.
0: Um, so you had, you had uh, said to me, oh, do you want to be part, you actually sent me a text, that was a, you said, have you ever been on a podcast before? And I think I said, no, but I'd really, really want to. <laughs> because I've got a lot to say and obviously people that know me will affirm that I do have a lot to say and I did I did anticipate to just be like a, a guest or something like just to speak about a topic but then you were like oh well we should do it together and I was quite excited quite um, nervous actually I was a bit worried I was gonna be like oh this is gonna be really cringy and really self-righteous and I think
1: and then all your fears came true <laughs>
0: Do you know something? Like I used to not even be able to listen to the cinema on voice or like on video or anything. And then I listened to the first episode of the podcast and I was like, well, it's out there now. It's on Spotify. Nothing I can do about it. Just got to deal with it. And now you love it. And I was quite pleased with it. And I do. I, I, I'm really glad that we did it. I think as the episodes have gone on, we've got a bit better at being less serious. And I
1: think we're having a bit more of a laugh. I'm proud because I think, you know, where we um are from, it's like not, you know, we... <laughs> People don't do podcasts and don't do things like this. And if you do, then you get slagged. We have been slagged, but... Um, have you? Well, no, do you know what I mean? It's just... Um, you're putting yourself out there and you're doing something a bit different. Go us. Let's drink to that again.
0: Drink to that again. No, I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm pretty proud. And I think actually what a lot of people don't realise is that I'm very much a passenger on this podcast. Bethany does... Um, all the editing, it was her concept, her podcast to begin with. I'm really just along for the ride, so very thankful to Bethany's skills. She's done a good job so far. Thank you so, so far.
1: So far, <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's um, that's about as close as a compliment as it gets for <laughs> Joseph.
0: For me, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Pretty much a marriage proposal for Joseph. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've done the bare minimum, we've done. <laughs> what are you doing coming up? What are your big plans for the next week?
1: Are plans a thing anymore? Like, nothing?
0: Yeah, like, you've everybody's got things to look forward to. So, for instance, th- I haven't seen Gogglebox this week, for instance, so that's on my list.
1: Okay, right. Uh, yeah, we wa- I-, I never watched it last night, so I'll be watching it tonight
0: watching it tonight. I will be. So I've got. So much... I've got a lot of time off now. I've got a lot of time off now. But then I'm working kind of relentlessly over Christmas, and then I'm also not getting any annual leave until April. So I'm gonna try and absorb all the well-being that I can in the next 18 days. <music> Series one of what is it now? Can has been an absolute pleasure, treasure.
1: But we're not finished for this year because we will be back for a Christmas special.
0: (laughs) We'll be back. Like, unlike many Karens, we will be back.
1: We will be back. (laughs) Okay, well. For the the last time of season one, then, if you enjoyed this podcast, please follow, like, share, subscribe, retweet, like, comment. And if you want to get in touch, we'll be... um, on the emails instagram
0: all over christmas we all don't we don't, christmas. we don't take a break we worked 24 7
1: no holidays at wink hq nope it's what is it now karen at gmail.com and our instagram is what is it now karen
0: it is indeed and bethany it's been a pleasure
1: we'll see you at the christmas special bye-bye
0: good night
1: Bye. bye